Welcome to the Happy Sober Podcast. Helping people get back in control of their life, happiness, peace, and purpose, and all without a drop of alcohol. For more information and to book your place on our next free quit drinking webinar, visit www.stopdrinkingexpert.com. And now, here's your host, Craig Beck. Hi there, this is Craig Beck, and welcome into episode six of the Happy Sober Podcast. How to quit drinking without willpower, without rehab, without dangerous medication, without any of that nonsense. And if you want more information on how you can stop drinking without all the usual pain and misery, then go to stopdrinkingexpert.com and sign up for the next free quit drinking webinar, which will be happening very soon. So uh, in today's podcast, uh, I want to talk about a couple of things. Uh, the first thing is uh, that old saying that you may have heard, everything in moderation. And a lot of people come to my website with problems with their drinking, uh, and that's putting it mildly. Most people who actually start looking for advice on the internet about their drinking are actually in a pretty miserable place. They've started to see their relationships be affected. They've started to see their career being affected, their finances, and most dramatically, their health. People are waking up sick and tired every morning with no energy, with aches and pains where they shouldn't be, and they're worried. But I understand that in that initial phase when you realize that you have a drinking problem, you still don't want to stop drinking. You'll do anything to avoid that because you still believe that drinking, alcohol, is your best friend. It's one of life's little treats. And you say things like, well, you know, if you take away my drinking, what will I have left? It's only one of the very few pleasures that I've got. And that is a part of the delusion of living inside this bubble of unreality that we call alcohol addiction. So a lot of people come to my website and they're not asking me, how do you stop drinking? They're asking, how do I just have one drink? How do I go out to a party and commit to having a couple of drinks and that's it? How do I open a bottle of wine, have a glass with my meal and put the bottle away for another day? That is the utopia that so many drinkers want to achieve. And they come to me and they say, how do I do that? And it's such a difficult question to answer because I would love to look them in the eye and say, well, here's how you do it. Just do these three things and then you'll be back in control. But sadly, when you lose control of alcohol, that's it. You've lost it. It's gone. It's like, you know, jumping off a building. You can't get halfway down and think, I, I changed my mind. I only want to jump half the way. You've committed. It's happened. You can't go back. There is no point of return once you cross that line. Once you step over the ledge of the building, that's it. Nobody says, are you sure? With alcohol addiction, when you lose the control, it's it. It's gone forever. And I know that sounds depressing, but it doesn't have to be depressing. And let me explain why. It's only depressing if alcohol is a benefit. You know, if, if, you, if I said to you, you know, you've got this condition and you've become 
hyper photosensitive. So now you can never go out in the daylight. You can never sit in the sunshine again. For the rest of your life, you'll have to stay covered up or indoors. Now that would be depressing because everything that you're about to lose in that situation is a benefit, is a beautiful thing in life, is something that has value, that gives you something. But actually, alcohol has no benefit at all. Not, not one single benefit. And we, we can work through the list if you want. You know, we can, so I know all the common defenses to that statement. I know people say, well, you know, it helps me relax. No, it doesn't. Alcohol creates a sensation of stress in order to motivate you to drink. Alcohol doesn't remove any stress at all, apart from the stress that it created. So without the alcohol, you wouldn't have the stress to deal with in the first place. Should we go on? Alcohol helps me get to sleep. Yeah, it's an anesthetic, but it doesn't keep you asleep, does it? It doesn't improve the quality of your sleep. It knocks you out briefly and then ensures that you have very poor quality sleep for the rest of the night. Look, we can go on forever with these, you know, deconstruction of the, the false beliefs of alcohol. What I'm trying to say here is there is no benefit to alcohol. And so the fact that you've lost control, and now that means that you have to remove alcohol from your life, is not a bad thing. It's nothing to be depressed about. It's a good thing. Your life is about to get amazing. Your life is about to get a hundred times more beautiful. Everything is about to get better because of this thing that you've lost control of. Your health is going to get massively improved. Your relationships are going to be deeper and more powerful and more beautiful. Your career is going to start to accelerate. Your wealth will improve. Your finances will pick up. Sex will get better and not just a little bit better. I'm talking 10 times better sex. How much would you pay for that? If I could give you a tablet that made sex 10 times better, how much would you pay for that? And here it is as a free byproduct of kicking this poison out of your life. So, you know, you may have heard this phrase that everything in moderation is the secret to everything, you know, it, but it's not. It sounds laudable, sounds true. And when I first told my father, who's a very down-to-earth, you know, northern working-class man, when I told him that I think I had a drinking problem and I was going to quit drinking completely, he went, what are you doing that for? Everything in moderation, son. Everything in moderation. That's the secret. But it's not true. Not everything in moderation. Not arsenic in moderation. Not stabbing yourself in the face in moderation. No, <laughs> you see what I mean? It doesn't, you know, it sounds laudable. Everything in moderation. Yeah, sounds reasonable. But drinking poison in moderation doesn't make any sense at all. And you only have to change the drug to see how stupid this statement is. You know, if I came up to you, and uh, let's talk about a, you know, a, a drug that isn't socially acceptable. Now, alcohol is not socially acceptable because it's harmless. It kills three million people a year, according to the World Health Organization. Three million people dead every year because of this drug. So it's not harmless. It's just managed to get into our culture before the rules were invented. So let's take a drug that isn't legal, like heroin. So imagine if I said to you, imagine we're friends and you care about me and I come up to you and I confess to you, I've got a problem with heroin. 
And I ask you, I say, listen, I'm thinking about cutting down the heroin a little bit. Would you agree that that was a good decision? Would you say, yeah, yeah, great, Craig, that should nail it. Or would you say, no, 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 you need to stop doing that completely, Craig. Isn't that true? And if I got off the heroin and I came back to it, you know, in a few years' time and I said, look, I've been clean now for two years. I haven't had any heroin. It's, my life's fantastic. It's amazing. I'm thinking about just becoming a social heroin user again. What do you think? Just using it on a weekend. You wouldn't look at me and say, great idea, Craig. Go get some heroin. Would you? You'd say, don't be stupid, you idiot. Your life is beautiful. Why would you put poison back into it? And so I'm here to tell you, that if you're looking for a way to drink poison in moderation, there is no way to do it. I spent five years of my life trying to do that. I spent five years acutely aware that I had a drinking problem and not once trying to stop drinking. Five years trying to reduce the amount I drank. And I did crazy stupid things. One of the things I talk about in boot camp, and by the way, if you're interested in coming to a quit drinking boot camp, go to the website now, stopdrinkingexpert.com. One of the things I talk about in boot camp is how the day that I thought I'd fixed my problem, I went out and I bought a very expensive time-delayed safe. You know the sort of thing they have in banks, and it only opens for like a 15-minute window every day? And the idea is that you know if a bank robber comes in and says, give me all the money, the person behind the till just physically can't because the safe doesn't open like that. And so I bought one of these safes. I think it cost me like $1,000 or something. And I put all my booze in it, put all my alcohol in it. And I set it to open for 15 minutes at 6 p.m. when I got home from work. And for about two weeks, it worked. And I thought, Craig, you're a genius. I thought, I'm going to market this. It's going to be called the booze safe. I'm going to market this. I'm going to make a load of money because drinkers need this safe. It's amazing because it worked. You know, I'd come home from work and the safe would beep and go, do, 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 and I'd open the safe and I'd pour myself a glass of wine and I'd close the safe and drink the wine. And of course I wanted a second glass, but I would go to the safe and it would say, no way. And I thought, wow, I've nailed it. Oh, this is so good. Until one day. I was at work and my boss, this was about half past five, and my boss called me over. He said, Craig, come into the office. I need to talk to you about something. And I thought, oh, no. Oh, my God, no. And he talked at me for like 15 minutes and I was thinking, oh, God, oh, this window's closing. I thought, okay, as long as I don't hit any traffic on the way home, I'll be fine. And guess how busy it was on the way home? Yeah, crazy busy. And I got home at five past six. And I went to the safe. And of course, it was closed, locked for another 24 hours. And I was so miserable. My kids came up to me to tell me about their day. And I went, no, go away. Your dad's angry. <laughs> My wife came up to me. I was like, I don't care. We'll have whatever. We, anything you make for dinner is fine. I don't care. I was so angry. And I sat there fuming. Because I'd been robbed of this opportunity. I thought, this is not my fault. And so you know what I did? I got in my car and I drove to the liquor store and I bought a bottle of whiskey. 
And in that moment, that safe became pointless. It became a $1,000 waste of money because my idea was good, but only on the premise that the only alcohol available in the world was inside that safe. And of course, that is not true, is it? We live in a world surrounded by this drug. So if you're thinking that, you know, there is a way to drink in moderation, I am here right now to tell you there is not. There is no way to do it. I tried everything. Stupid ideas like that, dangerous prescription medication, hypnosis. I tried everything to moderate my drinking and nothing worked. And the reason my course works so well, I know it's strange, I know it's unusual because virtually every approach to problem drinking that's out there starts with the premise you're broken and you always will be and you've just got to be a good boy or a good girl and stay away from the booze for the rest of your life. And if you don't do that, then you're a big fat failure and everyone hates you. That's kind of like every approach that's out there. My approach starts with the logic and the secrets to how this drug is manipulating you. And as they say, knowledge is power. Once you understand how the trick is being done, then it doesn't catch you out so often. And then I use my my training in NLP, hypnotherapy, clinical psychology, and so on, to give you the tools to deal with the cravings. And what you end up with here is is an addiction with very weak foundations and some very, very powerful and effective tools to deal with it. And that's why my approach to this works so well. If you want more information, please sign up for a free webinar at stopdrinkingexpert.com. And we're going to close episode six of the podcast here. But what I will say to you is if you have any questions, if you've got any topic that you want me to cover in this podcast, then please drop me an email, craig at craigbeck.com. Always happy to hear from you. Always happy to put one of these together and address any questions that come in. Thank you so much for listening and hopefully I will see you on a boot camp very soon or in the members area at stopdrinkingexpert.com. Thanks for listening.